Welcome, friends, back to RPGX Radio, where, as usual, we will be discussing the finer points of biology as represented in fantasy gaming. Throughout history, in many cultures, in science and art and matters of literature, excrement has held an important place. No less so in fantasy, we will be discussing poop and as, as it applies to... Wait, 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 okay, wait, wait. And welcome to RPGX Radio. I'm your host, Simmy. Nothing else has been recorded. Who are you? I'm King Monkey. That's right. And what are we talking about? I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Right. We're talking about our bonus stuff. Bonus. Not anything else? Nothing. No. Nothing else. It's just a, just a dream that a dreamer held in his dreaming hands for a short time, and they were cruelly dashed. Dreamer, okay. nothing but a dreamer. But we went mm-hmm. all the way to the wall to this this time for our first ever bonus content. I would say we went we went to the wall a bit too fast and hurt ourselves. <laughs> we it went was... to the wall head first for you, throttle. for you, dear listeners. So I hope you appreciate the lengths and and just the sheer volume of of Herculean tasks that we subject ourselves to. For your benefit. Birch, you will be hearing from my insurance because they said they will not pay for this damage. Yeah, and uh, my therapist, my therapist is going to be billing you directly. Oh, my therapist quit. (laughs) uh, Yeah, she mentioned that. (laughs) (laughs) But we are talking about the Dungeons and Dragons movie, the officially licensed movie. Yes, the original, the OG well, I mean, maybe not OG OG. I guess we could maybe say Mazes and Monsters might hold that title. The Tom Hanks made-for-TV movie about the, the, the faux Dungeons & Dragons. But but was it officially? No. Okay. You're right. No, it wasn't official. There you go. But we can't do that yet because we have standards. <laughs> yes. We have standards. We have standards. And those standards require that every week that there is a podcast... There is a random verb of the week. Mm-hmm. So I am going to give you said verb. All Are right. you ready? Never. Go for it. All right. Here it comes. Go for it. I'm still waiting. What's the random okay. of the verb? I will is I will the... give it to you again. Okay. You're, all, you're not talking. All I hear talking? is complete silence, and I get scared. I need someone to guide me. I wonder. If you're if you're being if you're being quiet. And try and mess with my head, it's working. If it's a technical thing, then <laughs> it's still messing with my head. It's going to be great audio because Just, they're going to hear what I'm doing. Apparently, you can't hear I it. I can't so hear it's a even thing. Better. No. Are you, doing, are you doing a prank at me? The, the verb is clap, and I was just clapping. Oh, well, that's the benefit of noise reduction, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't hear that you had the clap. I was listening just in... Intently getting myself mentally focused and prepared to the same degree that I typically am. Which I is saw to that say as our verb, and I was like, "We it that is that is providence right there." Yeah, yeah. So your verb is clap. Um. Okay. Well, I mean, clearly, uh, Edric bowed as the audience clapped upon completion of his magnum opus. That was that was it. That was the end of it. 
What was it called? What was Edric's uh, magnificent rock opera called? Uh, or his magnum opus, either one. Yeah. No holds barred. <laughs> um, I did want to just mention one thing, though. Okay, hold on, wait. There we go. Go ahead. I hope that noise reduction didn't kick in on your side, because that was my that was my sound effect comeback. I'm all good. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, we just can't hear noises from each other now. <laughs> That's fine, because I, I certainly only didn't do anything then. Only voices. Boy. So, we did, uh, I did, and I, I'm assuming King Monkey did as well, we watched... The Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons, Dragons movie. From 2000. Yes. And it... <laughs> it's an experience. It's a movie. It is a motion picture made with a film crew and actors on film that was... Um, it played in theaters. That was the first time I saw it. A buddy of mine used to work at a comic book shop here in town. And he got free passes for me and a bunch of us to go see Dungeons and Dragons in theater. And I remember being very excited, and I went to see it, and I was looking forward to high fantasy and magic and dragons and heroism and just villains, and I technically got all of those things. Yep. Even yep. Uh, Although even as a, a free production, I definitely felt ripped off. So an interesting thing, as I was reading through some of the trivia about it, yeah. is the guy who directed and produced it Courtney Solomon. Okay. I he, thought it was okay. I I'm just I'm I'm reading the Yeah, Amazon no, I, Prime I, trivia. It may I saw or may the not name. I just assumed it was a woman and that's my bad. I keep it forgetting looks like that. a dude. Yeah, Courtney can be a guy's name and I keep forgetting that. It's on me. But according to Prime, mm-hmm. he acquired the rights in 1990 and took 10 years to raise the funds for it. <laughs> that's always a good sign when it comes to making a movie. And TSR, who he acquired the rights from, right. vetoed all his choices because originally, apparently, he just wanted to produce it, and he wanted to hire a director, okay. and they told him, no, he had to direct it himself since he had the rights. And apparently, the person he huh? was, t- one of the people he was talking to was Francis Ford Coppola. That's a weird name. I'm sure I might have se- heard of some of his films before, but... I was hoping oh. you would recognize it. I recognize it as a name mm-hmm. of someone I should recognize, but that's yes. not it. Yeah. Yep. So I will leave space here and input the stuff that I definitely have said already. The, the stuff that you... Yeah, oh, I am very I impressed do. at the breadth of your knowledge of uh, Francis Ford Coppola's <laughs> filmography. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to think what he did close to 2000, though, when that came out. When did... I know he did uh, Dracula, right? Around that time? I'm not trying to think of his entire filmography, because I, I also don't know everything that he did, but... He did the uh, Keanu Reeves Dracula movie, and I'm just trying to think if that was close to the same time frame. Oh wow! Um, Apocalypse Now is '01. Oh yeah, I mean, no, he did he did tons of stuff. What did he do? And Jeepers Creepers? Is that what you're thinking of? I'm pretty sure that wasn't Francis Ford Coppola. I don't know. I put in Francis Ford Coppola movies, and <laughs> I'm just reading the things that are coming up. No, Bram Stoker's Dracula was '92. And I know there are, of course, going to be film buffs out there who are just grating at their teeth, grinding their teeth, that I haven't mentioned yeah. The Godfather, you know? Yeah, but those were in the 70s. Who cares? Yeah. It's, and frankly, it's, uh, frankly, frankly, The Godfather. What? I mean, <laughs> if you've got Dungeons and Dragons as one of your maybes, who cares about The Godfather? He also did Captain EO with uh, Michael Jackson. Uh, he did Jack. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird kind of... It's like... 
he Rumble was Fish and the Outsiders, the Apocalypse Now, Godfather. He did like really good ones. And then also, you know, Jack. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> he had a dispute with Carl Sagan in Warner Bros. Okay. And he cho- <laughs> and he chose to turn up Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know. Well, he wasn't he wasn't allowed to have the opportunity. Uh, I the, bet you he's still yeah, I bet you he's still sore about that. The the head of TSR mm-hmm. Lorraine Oh crap, I lost it. Where'd she go? She didn't want Courtney Lorraine Solomon Williams to... vetoed every one of his choices, one of which was Francis Ford Coppola. I wonder if it was based on budget maybe, like they couldn't afford Coppola. I there. the 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 trivia here says that he was told since he held the rights, he had to direct. Hmm. I mean, this dude went out and raised the money himself. Yeah. It sounds like I don't, I don't get why they were they would care that much. That's weird to me. What anyway, a, let's actually yeah. talk about the movie. <laughs> so, I mean, we haven't even started yet. <laughs> let's t- I mean, okay. So, for those of our listeners who have not seen the movie, this is a spoiler heavy. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's nothing but spoilers from here on out. Yeah. Spoilers as far as the eye can see. If you haven't seen it, go watch it before you listen because you will regret that otherwise. I mean, you'll also regret if you see it, and I'm being honest, but <laughs> it's the good regret. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons, the good regret. The good, yeah, <laughs> it's the title of your autobiography, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> the good regret. <laughs> so, I mean, what's the basic plot? The basic plot is that there are some heroes who are thrown together through chance who have to find a magic artifact to stop an evil wizard from controlling an army of dragons. But ultimately, as is in the case of most of these type of things, the real win is not to control, but to set free. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, <laughs> though, if you look at the plot, that is the plot of 83% of all Dungeons & Dragons games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You boil it down. It. I mean, you don't have to boil it down very far because it's a very surface-level movie. Yeah, it's <laughs> not a lot of depth. But what it lacks in depth, it makes up for in heights. What it lacks in depth, it also lacks in everything else. <laughs> uh, no, it honestly, it when I say heights, I mean like there are actors in this movie who are going full out. They've got the nitro going. They are at maximum. They started at 110% and then just decided to amp it up from there. Well, what's funny is to me, like everyone is going to the wall with their acting, but some of them... Mm-hmm. Are uh, except for Thora in... Birch. Some Thora Birch are... is the Empress. Is like just she's happy. She's oh. there. I'm here. I'm doing my job. What do you want? Very Queen Amidala. Yeah, it was episode one. It was clear for sure. Actually, I vote for no confidence. Yeah. Oh, I I just watched it again this afternoon, and her her final lines of the movie. I don't want to get jump to it just yet, but her final lines of the movie. I was like. Oh my God! Was this written by a twelve-year-old? Because they—that's a dumb. Oh my God! I she very much reminded me of mm-hmm. the Neverending Story. Yep, the childlike Empress. Or, Only like more flat. Yeah, yeah. it's the teenage <laughs> like with, childlike without Empress. Without any of the peaks that mm-hmm. that movie even had. <laughs> yeah. So she's she's not really the the protagonist. She's kind of uh, she's an important character that. It's kind of like the the grand mage or the queen that you have to bring stuff to in order to complete the quest, right? She's like a an inciting character. But... The movie would have been better without her. Like, you could have referred to her and never really had her there. Yeah, I mean, it could have just been, uh, what's her name? Uh, M- 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 Mira? Merida? Mir- Marina. Marina. I wrote down, I wrote down yeah, the yeah. main people. I, her name, I kept losing it. 
I remember the oh, elf yeah. Norda, but I couldn't remember. They are so name. bad about actually introducing people. The dwarf, does he have a name? Did they uh, even yes. ever mention the dwarf's name? I don't know if they actually mentioned it because I kept listening for it. I ended up going and looking it up before All they right. did, if they did. His name is Elwood. Nope, that was never mentioned that I recall. I'm, I'm pretty sure they just oh referred to him as the dwarf. Dwarf, yeah. And and boy, you know how he's a dwarf? You know how you know he's a dwarf? Because they tell you, because there's a sign, and he acts exactly like a every stereotype of a dwarf you can ever imagine. Every stereotype except one, he does not have a Scottish accent. That's That's the one... Yeah. Does this predate the Scottish accent dwarf? When did John Reese Davies do Lord of the Rings? Was that nineties or two thousand? I think that's I think that's later, isn't it? I think it's before. Two thousand one, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. <gasps> it predates the Scottish dwarf. <laughs> this predates the Scottish we have found the proto dwarf. So it is every Every stereotype of a dwarf up until this point. In, up to and including staring at right at the camera to deliver a line. It's like, <laughs> ah, it's not it. That's just not good movie making practice. Oh, you can't have an elf. There's not enough meat on their bones. No, it's when he's like, like we'll, we'll talk about the money later. And he looks right at the camera. That's not a good <laughs> no, way good to do way. business. <laughs> long pause. Oh, long eyes pause. Eyes wide, shift to the side. Rolling then I squint eyes. right back to the oh. camera. Oh, God. <laughs> so bad. And his beard actually changes color throughout mm-hmm. the movie. And his eyebrows. I think his eyebrows are two like woolly bear caterpillars. It just it was crazy. But well, I mean, and, and where they found him in a pile they of garbage. Him. Literally just in yeah. a pile of garbage. It says no dwarves allowed on the sign out front. Out front of what? It was a out front it of looked, this little pile. Which was, was an entrance there. it was an entrance to the sewer. Yes, but he walks out of there like it was his home. And it's the sewer. Why would they have and a sign that says no dwarves allowed in, in the sewer? <laughs> I don't it, know. They had to jump in there and slide. They had to jump and slide in there as an homage to Star Wars, though. Jumping <laughs> in the was... trash compactor. Yep. Yep. That's yeah. it. So anyway, the movie. The movie starts. Let's jump. Dial it back to the beginning, though. Oh. The okay, movie yes, starts yes. with the perfect Dungeons and Dragons opening scene. Oh my God! Where, yes. Uh, Damodar, who is the evil henchman. Uh, yes. I yes. wanted to say anti-paladin but he had no magical ability he was just an evil fighter with fabulous blue lipstick well he also had the thing where he'd swing a sword and it'd have like electricity stuff coming off of it though i kind of chalked that up as a magic item because he didn't display mm. any inherent ability himself any class features uh, but yeah he... it, it was definitely an understated yeah magic user if anything paladin i think fits because they're not known for their massive casting they have mm-hmm. kind of the slow stuff smitey but... stuff too yeah yeah, and that's kind of what he was. I, you know, the I leader of the Dragon Guard or something. He's called Crimson Guard. Yep, he's and the he is the Crimson Guard. He's serving Profion. Profion. Um, oh, Profion, who is the Einer. evil. Now, I will say this: Bruce Payne, who plays Damodar, I've seen him in a lot of movies. He is capital H Ham. His acting is it never lower. It never stoops down to over the top. It's always over the top. And then equal that distance again further over the top. In this movie, he was subdued standing next to Jeremy Iron, Oscar oh nominee or Oscar winner Jeremy Irons, chewing the scenery to the extent that the set directors must have been just pulling their hair out like he can't keep chewing it. He was oh, like but every it, time it cut to Jeremy Irons, I was like, OK, this story is ridiculous. But holy crap, this guy is 
in it. Like, he is absolutely 182 percent he is he but is that was the playing problem. the evil wizard yeah because people were going the, expecting a reasonable villain and it's like no 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 this is dungeons and dragons and for all the hamminess and way overacting that was exactly what i would expect around the table for a DD game like he says open the gate and the guy holding the gears looks up and he goes and he gasps i'm like <laughs> that is what you were there for that's your job you knew to expect this but the DM has to gasp so that the players know that this is something intense to be apprehensive about, right? Yes. And and I would say... Oh, my God. <laughs> Damadred and... Oh, Damadar. 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 Sorry. Damadar. 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 Those are the two paths this movie could take, and they yeah. didn't decide between the just way that... So, Por, so porque no le dos. I, right? If they didn't just... If they had just picked, like, the Jeremy Irons path, Mm-hmm. Or the Damodar path, I think the movie would have overall been better. But because they tried to do like some yeah. people are really great actors and really owning their character, mm-hmm. and some people are over the top in a way that makes sense, yeah. But also like in a ridiculous fashion for people who watch anything. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. You can't apply <laughs> the regular it. rules of movie making to Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> it will not work. You'll break your ruler. And then they put those two people right next to each other, right off the bat, gave oh, one of them blue lipstick, beautiful, and said, Kissable let's go, that's our plot. <laughs> I will say, though, I liked his choice, because uh, Jeremy Irons as Profion was going so big with his performance, I love that Damodar would stop and he would whisper his lines menacingly <laughs> at points. Yes, like, it was It was fully cheesy, but I appreciated that. And I will say, he, he did portray the pain of having weird parasites implanted in your ears pretty believably like he looked like he was not enjoying that except for when he was i mean <laughs> sure we don't we all secretly have that desire like didn't we all watch star trek 2 and think oh that's terrible but i wonder yeah wait am i no? into that yeah maybe it's just me apparently i've had a new awakening i I can suck the information right out of your head. <laughs> and I, you know what? Stepping back again to looking at that, because you made oh, me think no. of the makeup. The makeup that they did for that, for his effect, where he's had the the, the ears are like red and the veins oh, yeah. are raw. And like, that was pretty good. And, and it progressed. I don't, it got, I don't know if yeah. you noticed that. Like, it yes. started with just like some dark red lines. And then like his got ears worse, got more and more worse. red and it got oh. bigger around his head. It looked painful. Oh. Oh, yeah. But whoever did the makeup for the main characters, for the primary characters, and whoever did the uh, costume design, like the wardrobe, that was spot on. I really liked, like, uh, Damodar's anti-paladin armor. I keep wanting to call it that. It <laughs> looks like a D&D character, you know? And uh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Ridley, the main thief, the main oh, hero, with his three Ridley. belts. He's got three belts on. Like, that's... That's Dungeons and Dragons. You don't need that many belts, guys. Come on. So apparently, while we're talking about Jeremy Irons and the, yeah. this beginning, apparently when someone asked him why he did the film, he replied, and I'm putting, I'm reading this in quotes right. from him, apparently. Are you kidding? I just bought a castle. I had to pay for it somehow. <laughs> I mean. And that that is the energy yeah. he brought to this. Like, I need this paycheck and I'm going to get it. <laughs> oh, man. Does he ever, though, eh? Oh, like, yeah. Does he ever just bring that energy? Oh, man. Like he is spittle flying. <laughs> uh, is just 
so big. He made some choices and he stuck with them, so beginning we get to end. This whole villain layer opening scene, which amounts to literally nothing, because it's a failed attempt to make a like a rod of dragon command kind of artifact. Right, right. before he even he's trying to yeah he's trying to make something that already exists that he doesn't know exists yet. Yeah, the, you're right because it looks like he <laughs> and it looks the same. Like it, yeah. uh, well, no, close enough to the same. It's similar. In, oh in, no! But like Sorry, all the you know staves what? are. The queen has one. The queen has that rod of of gold dragon command. So he does right. know a rod of dragon command exists. Uh, he doesn't know about the red dragon rod. Right. Well, he's trying to make one to control red dragons. Was that a red dragon? I will say the CG for the dragons was it was it was good for two thousand. But uh, it was hard to tell the difference between a gold and red dragon at times. And any D and D player, any D and D player, if you tell them you have different, you have a difficulty recognizing whether it's a red or gold dragon, they're going to be like, no, no, I need to be sure. They're very clearly delineated. <laughs> Dragons color coded for your convenience. Thank God, too. I right? like. <laughs> can you imagine if you had to get to know each dragon individually and not yeah. just judge them on the color of their scales? I like yeah, seriously. <sighs> Everyone knows if you look at the color of something, you can tell exactly if it's good or evil. Um. <laughs> Those yeah. were, that's what King Monkey yeah. just said. I'm just, uh, I'm just making sure we repeat it so that everyone knows King I'm Monkey. I'm just stands. talking about dragons. <laughs> I'm not racist against dragons, but <laughs> yeah. So he's making, he's making the artifact, yeah, and it doesn't work, so he has to kill the dragon. A little bit of and he's in magic. an over-the-top villain costume, all in black and red. Black and really red. Really looks looks great, honestly. He's, and he's in a dungeon, not like a, oh, yeah. not just a like a. This is a proper D and D dungeon that he like the 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 wizard's lair kind of part of the dungeon. Yeah, first five minutes of the movie, <laughs> we've got dungeons, we've got dragons. Does Roll what credits. it says on the box. <laughs> yeah. You asked for and, two things, and you got those two things. And then we have our, our, isn't it the council scene that's right after that? No. Um, what happens is they, the, he has to kill the dragon because the rod fails. It's blood. Right. It's CG blood oh, leaks right. out the, into the, the water, water and the, lights the fire. water on fire. And watching the fire on the water is, are our two heroes, Ridley, Ridley and Snails. and Snails. <laughs> played by Marlon Wayans. Snails. Oh, snails. Now, he, snails. he was... I think Marlon Wayans was well aware that this movie is a comedy, <laughs> or at least would be viewed as a comedy, and he chose to play it as straight comedy. This is not an action movie or a fantasy movie for him. He's in a comedy. Ridley's in a fantasy movie. He uh, went full Dave Chappelle in Men in Tights. Yes. Yep. Yes. It was... Whereas Jeremy Irons was definitely method acting all the way through this very serious Academy-worthy performance, honest to God. <laughs> Even his parts where he's talking to the council, and he's like, he's like, oh, so this guy's clearly the villain, right? Friends! <laughs> we must vote to protect our powers, or else the queen... She's will. trying to destroy our way of life! I was like, wow, that's so Hitler right there. Yeah, Holy oh crap. yeah. <laughs> it's like, so we're clear, you're the villain, right? No, yeah. I'm, I'm, I hear what you're saying, I support you, but I just want it, like, you are the villain, right? Like under that white and gold that you're now wearing, definitely oh, yeah. is black and red, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> just double check. Yeah. <laughs> and your and your friend with the blue lipstick also looks highly suspicious. The first time they have that panning shot in the council chamber, right? I could not tell if they just copied like the same four mm. bearded robe guys, oh, but I'm people. pretty sure. 
in a later scene, you see a close up on yeah. it, and it's a bunch of different, bunch of different big dudes. bearded blue robe dudes. Yeah, and I, I feel like that was filmed in a theater or an opera house or something. Like, there's no way that was a set that they designed because that was way too oh, yeah, elaborate no and expensive. Like, it was this opera house with all the the opera boxes, you know, the um, yeah, the boxes where you would sit to watch the performance. But it's now the individual senatorial cubby holes or cubicles where they do their senator jobs yeah and they're so basically the queen has these dangerous beliefs that all people should be equal oh. and everyone else is like yeah no because we're on top and we like the top and that seems to be profion's basically he just wants to maintain power uh and accumulate further power like his 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 motivation is clear and it is simple he oh, wants yeah. to have more power end of story simple as that yep and he he knows how to word it so that he can generate the fear he needs and get people to buy into his side you know oh if she wants equality for these people how yeah. long before she doesn't want you to have these positions oh, exactly right be afraid you know all through this movie i realized if you were watching this as a stage production you would <laughs> you would not comment on the hammy acting so I no. think I think honestly the deal is you're watching stage <laughs> acting on a movie. Oh, you know they're they're playing to I people want a in the stage background. Version of this now. <laughs> I want yes. an actual legit yes. play of this now. <laughs> oh, can it be a musical? I want it to be a musical too. <laughs> yes, I want, narrated by a oh, bard. <laughs> I want Profion singing something like Scar's "Be Prepared" theme. You know, that's yeah. what I want. I want you to channel pure irons, 100 percent pure irons. Get... If we get this done fast enough, could we get Jeremy Irons back, you think? <laughs> how old is how old is Jeremy Irons? I don't know. Born in nineteen forty eight, so math says he's seventy one. I think he I could bet you still he'd still go for it. He would he could still play a wizard, because wizards are all wizards are oh, all yeah. old and evil anyway. Really? Oh yeah. Mages. So yeah, the other thing they in this movie, they're talking about the mages as like a it's almost like a class or caste system where mm -hmm. the mages are benefiting from every everything and everybody else is just peasants and commoners, right? It's yeah, it's very clearly mages mm -hmm. and commoners. Like yeah. those are your two classes. You're right. either a mage who is awesome, which basically nobility, right. or you're a commoner. Yeah. There is no in between I can, one I, or the other. I can honestly see that as being a solid basis for a society in a D&D game. Like that as an as a concept is fine. It's not right. in any way explored in the movie at no, all. No, no, no. Like you never meet Especially any of the other mages and you never meet any of the other commoners. Yeah, because the so. only people that do stuff are the people that we meet in the first like 10 minutes of the movie. And they talk about the, the Great War in the past, but they mention the oh, Great yeah. War and they never describe what it was. Or what it meant, or how it was important, or that's anything. what so it's much like, of this movie does. Yeah. Though it's almost like it, it yada yada yadas mm -hmm. important things. Not even yada yada yada, because okay. So shortly after that dragon scene, we meet Ridley and and snails, and of course Ridley just wants to be the better thief. So they see that there's the fire from the dragon accident, and they decide to rob the mage school. And then they go, and we meet the other character, Marina, who is the the nerdy girl. She's the yeah, nerdy you're, girl. You're, She's a you're mage with glasses. Wizard low-level wizard she wants to do so much more and that's when the, the thieves break in but that's also when profion is spying on them with uh imp homunculus something i think i think they're supposed to be imps yeah like summoned and, uh, imps. and the mage marina you said her name was 
Marina. Marina. Her boss or her teacher is just casually dropping plot that, hey, there's there was also another ma- magic dragon rod. He's just like dropping exposition to her with no context why he would be telling her about that other than the villain's listening and he needs to know the plot of the movie. He just told the Empress about, he's like, oh, Empress, you... There's this oh, other staff the where you could control yeah. the dragons, so you could give up your staff, but you'd have this more powerful one. I will find it for you. Do not worry. So then he's berating his yeah. understudy. Like, oh, you typical woman. You put things in the wrong place. And, oh, it's right here. I don't know why yeah. I had you walk all this the way This was up under, the supposed to be filed under draconology. Yeah, draconology. <laughs> I failed draconology in high school. I, I want that knowledge. I want knowledge yeah. of draconology. <laughs> So then the thieves are breaking in. They make a they make a mess, uh, make too much noise. The Marina goes to stop them. She casts hold person. That was clearly intended to be hold person, where she a magical rope appears around the two of them, and they're was dragged. Was it hold person a, or was it rope trick? Okay, maybe or it was not rope, rope trick. not rope trick, but that that spell where, control rope or whatever that is. Where you? Uh, I, th- I thought it literally conjured a rope out of nowhere, and that rope was like magically connected to her. It was tethered to her. So they when also she make ran, a point of rope. saying that they. It, it was somehow stored in her bracelet. I was like, why is that important? Why are we, why, why are the rogues? Her, her web shooter? <laughs> why are the rogues randomly be like, oh, she must have had that stored in her, like, who cares? She's, she's matter. a mage. Yeah. Like, she cast it on you. She put it in an object. Who cares? Why, why is that important dialogue right now? <laughs> so Damodar is there trying to get the rod and uh, the mage <laughs> teacher is like, sees the, the girl and the, the two thieves tied up next to her and he's like, throws her the scroll. And so there, our heroes are thrown together by plot contrivance. They've got the scroll, and they escape through a portal. They stumble across the dwarf, who mm-hmm. I will swear they never mentioned his name aloud that I heard in the entire movie. Just dwarf. I, yeah, they. I don't think they ever called him anything other than dwarf. It's the dwarf. Get the yeah. dwarf. It's dwarf. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they ever called him anything else, did they? And Damodar's people are already there. They already know where to find him. His name is Elwood Gutworthy, though. I guarantee you that was not said in the movie. And I'm not <laughs> listening. I'm not watching the movie a third time in my life to, to verify <laughs> that, though. I mean, <laughs> not without. It's a movie that's best watched with the appropriate audience. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. They escape in the sewers. Yep. Which happened then, to also be where the dwarf was yep. already somehow. Which is very convenient. And then and he just gets dragged along with them. He just jumps in a fight. With them. Like he's like, oh, like, a fight? Cool. I'm in. <laughs> like his That's initial it. impetus is, I I thought like, oh, they're bothering my home. I'm gonna hop out here and I'm gonna beat whoever's in my way up. But then into the sewer and then into the tavern. He's yep. just with them now, and yeah, no explanation. It, it's kind of like, oh, uh, the new person joined the group, so there's a dwarf there. Congratulations, you're a group now. Yep, the party has been <laughs> assembled. We, we have another we have a fourth person joining our game this week and i think if it works out they're going to stick around so yeah. let's try it out and no backstory needed so they <laughs> have the map or the scroll that uh, marina is carrying which her and... her more wizened mentor had no ability to decipher right but ridley looking at it says it reminds me of the stuff my uh, dad used to put on uh, the locks my dad used to put on his blueprints for carts or something and he, he recites magic words, which will never come into play again in the movie. 
And they say them at least a few more times, and one of them is like Snails's like chant later on. He says "bidet, bidet, bidet, bidet." Yeah, and and Rid, <laughs> uh, Ridley gets sucked into the scroll, and yep. then Marina's like, "Oh my gosh!" And she recites the words, and she is instantly sucked into the scroll as well. And we will see nothing more of them until oh my they come God. back with all the information we need. Yes, that was the part I was getting at. It's like so frustrating because <laughs> then you got snails and the dwarf running from Damodar's people who have tracked them to the tavern, probably by the sewer stench, I would guess. More important, before before her Damodar oh, shows up, though, he's hitting on is Norda. snails is hitting on an elf chick mm. she who was... also just happens to be the person sent mm. to retrieve mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Marina and the map. Yeah. Or the Empress. Yeah, because she's that good. Because there are only seven important people in this movie. Yeah. She's <laughs> such a good tracker that she knew the key way to find them would be to read the script. And she yep. con- and she cleverly had herself <laughs> positioned where it said they would enter the set. Yeah, this is this is in, in fantasy world, so they couldn't yeah. do what they did in Spaceballs, which is just get <laughs> the Spaceballs actual movie. Script, yeah. <laughs> and just and just fast forward to now and rewind a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he hits on her, and then the fight starts. I do like the way the dwarf starts a fight, though, in order to yeah. create a distraction. Grabs one guy, pushes him, yells, bar fight! Yeah, no, 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 no. He flipped a table between two oh, people, yeah. yells bar fight, runs bar away, fight. and those two people attack each other. Like, the... somehow he convinced... <laughs> He rolled a well, he's I'm like, in. I want to roll a bluff check <laughs> to yeah. convince these guys that want the each flip the table... <laughs> Like I'm, I, I'm trying to watch it with that mentality of, of okay, game. Yeah. this is the nonsense that a player would do, and then say, "Well, I want to roll bluff check to make it look like it's someone else's fault." But like, yeah, you're watching it in real life, and it's just they flip the table and say, "Uh, bar fight." Your your opponent did it, <laughs> <laughs> and they walk away. <laughs> and then they the the party escapes. The two of them escape, and then they manage to conjure Ridley and. Uh, Marina back from the scroll mean where they have all of the exposition because they spoke to the ghost in the scroll about the great war and the what led to the dragon emperor and or the dragon staff and now they're committed it's like whoa wait you have to wait. get the eye of the red dragon that's the part of the movie the that staff. we needed to see <laughs> yeah. that's what we needed to see not the doofuses escaping we can accept <laughs> doofuses escape from bar fight what we needed yeah. to see was hero and heroine visiting shades to get uh, sort of divine guidance on where they're supposed <laughs> to take the whole that was the quest that was the beginning of the quest and we were that's... just watching idiots leaving a fight and they come out like oh having God. a discussion about that. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, no, 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 no. I want to know that. I don't care about like the dwarf eating yet another chicken leg yeah. with stuff in his fake beard that's changing colors constantly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, you know, know they happens. they went to the the screenwriter went to the very classic ru- rule of tell don't show, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, and then yeah. he, he's telling Ridley's telling Snails. Snails is like, that's crazy. I, I hate to say it, but he's kind of being like the, the, the token black guy where the black guy in the movie would be yep. like, that's crazy. You don't yep. do that. And he it's like all the way through. Oh, wait, wait. Fully. How big? Yeah. Yeah. But then. <laughs> oh, she's fine. I was, oh, come on. Come on. But like, then, I know no one has much depth, but he's no. got the least. And that's not fair. No, for sure. For sure. Especially because well, he's no. only there for one reason. Second least. I'd say dwarf had. It, it, which is like half a character trait was dwarf <laughs> yeah. Yeah. end of story 
Um, <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. So then oh. he, but he convinces, uh, Ridley convinces snails, we'll do it because there's a ruby the size of your fist. No, we're not going to, a ruby the size of my fist? How big? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I can see that in a D&D session though, right? Where one yep. guy's trying to convince the buddy, he's like, I don't want to do it, but the fist, uh, fist size ruby. And it's like, oh, well. It's important right. also to note that at this point, Ridley shows that he is more than just a thief. Because his first instinct is, you don't understand, the whole world is at stake. And then, when he has to convince Snails to come along, he does the wink to the camera, oh, it's all about the money, wink! Oh, yeah, not... that, that <laughs> wink to the camera sort of thing, though, he's like, I'll understand if you don't want to come along, turns around, oh, God. smirking at the camera, and he's like, not even. What, what, what do you mean, you don't want me to come with you? <sighs> yeah, it was the, it's it's like oh, trying, wow. it's it's like reverse psychology, on a three-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Don't go and eat that spinach. Well, I'm going to eat that spinach. I'm going to eat all the spinach. I'm never eating ice cream again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how three-year-olds work, Cindy. And that's that's definitely. <laughs> Listen, you wouldn't believe the things I've convinced my younger brothers to do when they were younger. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Just by telling them either. You're going to be cool if you try it. If they don't. I would eat it all first, or you mm. don't want that. It's poison. You used to have another brother, but he ate that too. <laughs> <laughs> and I am not ashamed at all by those things. No, fair enough. <laughs> I think I went through three or different, three or so other brothers Variations that of... they all had. <laughs> uh, I can see the value of that. I was the younger brother, so I don't appreciate it at all. But if I had a younger <laughs> brother, I would do it. I would do that. Oh, okay. So, what else happened in this movie? They they instantly know that the dragon's eye ruby is in the center of the maze, uh, the of the at the thieves guild in Athias or Altheus city oh, or they, something like they, that. Yeah, they found out that the head of the thieves guild in that city has it. So they head to the city again while they were in the scroll and completely yes. off camera. Got everything they needed from that, yeah. and so they go to that right. city. And Instantly. of course, you you get the you get you get the 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 lady doing lady things. The dwarf chastising her: "If I don't get to drink, you, you don't, don't get to shop." It's uh, like, oh, come on. Yeah, oh, and of course, <laughs> Snails is playing your kleptomaniac thief friend who oh, can't yes. stop. I will say, I laughed out loud because at one point they're running and he's picking up things just because he grabs a candelabra, grabs a stuffed cat. What does he need the stuffed cat for? He's a thief in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yep. Okay. It's not nailed down. He's taking He's got it. it. Oh. Like, say I what appreciated you will. that. I, 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 appreciate I don't it. like a lot of the ways they characterize <laughs> him, but that is very much a PC thing. Like, uh, I want to try and steal it. Why? Because I can. Right, like, everyone's looking right at you. Well, I'm going to roll for it anyway. All right. Oh, well, yeah. It was exactly Dungeons somehow. and Dragons. <laughs> it was exactly Dungeons and Dragons in all the worst, best ways. <laughs> all the memeable ways. It was exactly that before memes were a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then they they instantly find the Thieves Guild guy, though, eh? Like that purple-headed oh, yeah. dude with the eye. Uh, who, what who had... was that thing? Do you Did you recognize it? It wasn't a PC race from uh, what third edition at the time or third and a half edition. It wasn't Did you a race that I recognized it as a monster or anything. Cause I didn't. No, just a purple dude with a fin and an eye on his forehead. Who initially he was fine, but then later on 
like after his first scene or something, every time he walks, he's doing this thing with his lips where he's like, with yeah, his tongue. And yeah. I was like, wait, I saw what? That. I was... Why did you, what is that choice? You were fine when we first met you, but now you're like, as what? soon as he's around the other thieves, he was like doing like this hand motion and this oh, yeah. face thing. He's got like, those what? little T-Rex arms and he's like, sticking and his tongue out. And it's worse because he's just in the background. Doing right? it. Right? Yeah. To the left of the screen. Yeah, and just but when you first it. meet him, he's just walking like a normal dude, yeah. and he's like, I guess partway through filming, you know, they don't film it in order, right? right so right. I'm guessing the introduction scene that was after they filmed the previous day, and they're like, Jerry, we need to we need to talk about your performance here. <laughs> we I need, need you a to, little more do... from you. Yeah. What's funny is <laughs> I thought it the other way around. It's like maybe tone it down. Cause, oh, <laughs> but you're right because we got Jeremy Irons and Bruce Payne. It's like you know what? When we first met you, you were kind of bland. Can you give yeah. us some kind of wacky bull nonsense that you can? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. Perfect. You 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 were doing a great NPC, but I need you to kick it up a little bit because you actually interact with the PC. So give me a defining yeah. characteristic. More and and more. funny enough, his bring his... it up, bring it up, a <laughs> little bit more. Perfect. Yeah, right there we go. <laughs> his his he is credited as three eyes. Has three eyes. The name fits. Perfect. Yeah. And okay. like that's those are the like one of the those are two of the only two people who are non core race because you have the purple dude and you have the green dude that was with him. Yeah. When they follow him. Yeah, they had and a they... couple like color. There was that one dude in the thieves guild who would look like a watermelon. He's like green with a dark green stripes. He's in there for like one scene after they get the the gem. Mm, I don't remember that. I, that's the race I want to play. Because the only race watermelons. Other, the only other race I saw was like I think it was supposed to be like an orc. Yeah, in the tavern. But you only ever saw him from like um, a there top was a view. Yeah, well, there were a couple of orcs in the tavern initially, and what a woman that might have been a lizard folk. And I'm not sure if that was meant to be just a small, like a small human or a halfling. The one that uh, Snails picks up and removes from the bar stool to sit next to the elf woman. So then we meet the only person in this movie who can rival Jeremy Irons. Oh my gosh. Oh my Silas. Was it Richard O'Brien? Is that his Richard name? Richard O'Brien. From, yeah. Looks like famously Rocky from Rocky show. Horror Picture Show. <laughs> famously from Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> and and he brings the same energy. Full and camp. He is, oh, oh man, that's why I, that's why I said like between Jeremy Irons and Richard O'Brien, like you have a tone that could have been amazing. They needed to carry that throughout the entire movie. It's like they bring, everyone bring everyone up to that. Up to that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Because it's the problem is there are points when you see that they're trying to act like a real acting actor movie. And then other times they're like, it is camp time, son. It is camp time. (laughs) You see scenery. I want you to chew it. Get your tent. Get your sleeping bag. We are camping. You see Jeremy Irons over there. He's an Academy Award nominee. He's got spittle, spittle flying from his lips. If I see less than spittle from you, then what are you even here for? You know what this is? This is clear view of who the gm's favorite npcs are yes yeah absolutely you have the good the good npcs yeah you have you have profion who mm-hmm. the gm is just in love with and's like oh this this is this is the rain hand fire rubbing. from the yeah. skies and then you have this you have the seemingly super nice thieves guy oh yeah 
I have no oh, problem helping unctuous. you out. Oh, the word you're looking for is unctuous. <laughs> he is fully unctuous. That oh, sleazy smarm. Yes. Oh, I'm and glad to you help you. You know who I am, right? You know yeah. about my maze, right? That's not a maze. It is a hallway, dude. It's a hallway with death <laughs> traps, sure. <laughs> yeah, and it's a hallway that... Uh, I mean, the way it was laid out, anyone could have figured Just out how to up. get through it. Or climb up to the top and walk along the walls. Oh. I mean, no, that's probably against the rules. But yeah, like, probably. probably. Apparently, are. it's been like this for a long time, right? That was the impression that was given off? I almost wonder if, and this is not in the movie at all, but I almost no. got the backstory myself that maybe he didn't design the maze, but he couldn't get through it, eventually became the leader of the Thieves' Guild, and then made it as a challenge saying, oh, I've hidden this thing in there and no one's ever managed to get it. If anyone does, they would, you know, be the legendary thieves. But I secretly, he just wants someone to be able to go in and get it so that he can have it. Because otherwise, See, kept... what's the point of him having that? He's like, yeah. why, why ask for it back? You have it. Why, yeah. like, why is it up for people to go for it if you want them to give it to you? Can you not? Could, did you forget how to get through your own maze? <laughs> Yeah. Your own dungeon? Also, like, watching him try and figure out how to get through this quote-unquote maze. You mean, yeah, making like, his thieving skill checks, right? Yeah, it was it was painful to watch, because I'm like, Just do that. Dude, Just there, go there. What, 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 are you, what are you doing? Why, why are you grabbing dust off the ground when things are, when, when blades are swinging from the ceiling? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you do several times get to see his evasion ability. Yeah. <laughs> Or later on when it's like nothing in the, uh, the eyes on the floor. I did like that. Oh, I, I did. Was... That was a very D&D puzzle where the floor is tiled with these mismatched, um, different sized tiles, each one with a different kind of eye. And it's the, like the red eyes with lashes or rays from them that you have to step on. Everything Otherwise, else is fire like a shoots from death everywhere. trap. But every, and, and then every once in a while, the tiles will flip over. Some of the tiles will flip over. I thought which, that was which... actually a very D&D trap. That was very cool trap. Very horrible to watch him yeah. avoid it because it he clearly pretty... would kick his foot up away from the tile that was about to flip. So you yeah. watch his foot already going up away from the <laughs> tile as it flips. Like, wow, you knew that was coming, huh? That was yeah. Well, he had, he had like keen. <laughs> no, it was like his keen. He had the keen ability there, and he just he <laughs> he picked it up like intuitively. He knew. He knew. But but like he he does he jumps on the two and figures out the pattern. Like yeah, he he tests it. Then he confirms it, and then he still takes forever until he's about halfway, mm-hmm. and everything starts flipping. So he has to run. I'm like, if you had once you confirmed it, if you had just gone, you'd have been all right. Yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> have to worry waited, about that stage. And the you back waited wall starts until the in script and... said dramatic tension, and then yeah. you just said screw it and ran. <laughs> it's in the script. Yeah. That's why I couldn't I run, run because I don't go yet. <laughs> that could have been a fun movie too. Like yeah. The, it's it's about the script and they're trying to fight destiny and so then they have to eventually break the script. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> that would be a much much higher tier of movie than this could ever hope to be though. And then the final room. That's like stranger than fiction stuff, you know. The final room is that I, I don't know what was going on there honestly. It looked to me like there was the ceiling had like a spiky chandelier type deal that was coming down from the top and the only way out had like these meat grinder kind of things well it looked like you were supposed to reach through and get the gem like time it and so you had a thing coming in you had the things coming forward so you had to time it right but then this like hand 
shoots out of the wall and turns and starts a timer, which this, brings the sand, the hourglass. Yeah, there's an hourglass so, there. So he gets out of it, not by doing what I thought he should do, which is grab it and turn it again. That's what I thought. He took his sword and breaks the bottom. I'm like, the sand's still going down, though. Yeah. How does that help? <laughs> but somehow that stops mm. the ceiling from coming down. <laughs> it, it just works. And it stops the gr- meat grinder. So all so three rooms to... of the maze. Yeah. He's he's successfully <laughs> that braved no all one three rooms that could years. ever conquer before. It's been years. Fifteen no one years, I think he's ever had. survived. But uh, Ridley did. Because he's the He's the protagonist, Simmy. Yes. Uh, uh, my bad. Yeah. That's true. I understand. No, no one easy... before was, the was a PC. Yeah. No one was exactly right. It's like, why didn't anyone else just get this loosely guarded chest at the bottom of a rel- moderately deep well? Well, no one else was the PC before, so you can understand why it had to stay there. Also, haven't we seen absolutely no magic from Marina since her portal stuff? Yeah, pretty much, eh? Uh, after the portal, <laughs> she got into the, the, the map, the scroll, but that was the same method yeah, that, but that was uh, the Ridley, Ridley did, uh, which, again, so not explained, magic. never returned to. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't see her use magic till much later on with... Uh, yeah, and um, I don't think she fights. lost her bracelet, so she should still have the, the rope thing. She's a low-level like, mage in thir- third edition? Did they have cantrips in third edition? Because if they it was did, still, but they weren't unlimited use. You could still use them, though. But if this was second edition, uh, and the timing is almost right for that, no, I guess it would have to be third. Because if she were a second edition mage, I would understand. You can cast a spell a day. The brights were bought in 1990, so maybe it was set with second edition in mind. Maybe the script was written in second edition, so she can cast a spell a day, and that oh. is that. So she had to guard that one spell for the right, that right moment, and then come the end of the day, you're like, well, I could have cast it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang, I've, I've, we've been going for a week and I haven't cast a single spell. This I is... keep waiting for just the right time. <laughs> That's the problem of second edition right there for mages, right? <laughs> that and four hit points. You don't want to get involved. Say, I, you know, four hit points, one spell. So I'll just wait. I'll wait over there while you, you guys go do this, okay? And because Ridley this whole time has been talking about how the mages are garbage because they just turn on you yeah. and at least thieves have honor among each other oh that was yeah we have to have this turn where Necessary. he's won fair and square and Xylus is like well now you hand it to me Thank or I kill you, you. Yeah. why would I, if I had if I had honor I would never have amassed the wealth that I have now <laughs> <laughs> topical. oh my not even my thieves are 100% correctly maybe we're all just people is the subtext right there you're supposed to get that it's barely subtext it's basically text it might as well be like it's just there you might as well put subtitles on and that's what it says do you Uh, get it speaking okay speaking of subtitles i gotta interrupt you speaking of subtitles i was watching the movie on a website Mm -hmm. and it was a legitimate going fine all the way through. And then there's a point later on where some elves are speaking, but it's in Elven and its subtitles come up. And could, my subtitles were that. my subtitles were German. <laughs> and I was like, Oh uh, Yeah. I was watching okay. it on Amazon Prime <laughs> and I turned subtitles on because there were some things I wanted to see, like yeah. like what is Jeremy Irons chanting at the beginning? My subtitles never came on. Oh. Good. And so, Good. and so, then they talk to each, the the elves talk to each other, and and I'm it's like, in, well, yeah. clearly I'm supposed to understand what they're saying, but I've got nothing. I got German subtitles. <laughs> you got more than I did, though. You could put that into e- Google equally Translate. useful, though. Yeah, 
Oh boy. <laughs> oh, but we're not even to the elf stuff yet. Oh because... yes. Oh, in the uh, yes, the elves. I was quite surprised by the cameo there too. Oh. <laughs> Didn't expect that. I forgot about it. Oh. What so I... is this? This is where. Oh, because because now Damodar shows up again because he shows up at every poignant moment, right? At the end of each session. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I found you! And now they have to escape while he slaughters the people that they were just with. Yeah. And is that where they run into Norda again? Outside um, of that? I believe so, yeah. I, I like, think I, that I, was when... It starts to all mush together here. because I like, may have I been doing like... dishes at that point, too. <laughs> but at some point... <laughs> it's a good movie to do dishes to, by the way. Because they have to run into Norda. <laughs> yeah. Then they get on the horses. Then they try and... Yes, because... That's right, because Damodar captures Marina at the thieves' place. So he's got Marina and the map. Right. And Norda yeah. catches the others, Ridley, Snails, and Elwood. Dwarf. <laughs> Dwarf. And they try and convince him, convince her that they're on the right side and Damodar's wrong, and so she has to use a magical item to have our second appearance of the Empress and snooze. Oh, yeah, it's like some kind of mirror, right? A mirror yeah, of it's uh, mirror, mirror on the wall. I need to talk to the empress who's very small. Right. And because <laughs> her mirror, Norda's mirror is very small. Yep. The empress's mirror is massive. Well, you can't be adventuring with a big mirror. That just doesn't make sense. <laughs> and and it's it's very clearly not done against a green screen at all. Oh, no, it's no, no. It was... Definitely. You definitely are seeing a visual of where Norda actually is. Yeah, for sure. 100%. And we have a very important conversation of, oh, hey, Profion's the bad guy. What? Oh. No. I... What should I do, Empress? Well, this is important. Yes. What should I do, Empress? So... I believe I shall handle this. So do you think... Keep on. <laughs> do you think Norda is a DMPC? Is she an NPC? Or is it, th- or is it one of the players' girlfriend who comes in and plays a super badass elf, but doesn't really contribute a great deal to the plot other than being capable in a fight, looking good, and that's pretty much it. I think it's a it's a DM PC that's supposed to help keep the PCs like on track. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. But at the same time, the DM is so busy doing other stuff, it doesn't really characterize Norda very much. Because <laughs> not in any way. Her, her character, her character, <laughs> elf, comma, beautiful, comma, Lady? Uh, sorry, that seems to be it. Just elf and beautiful. Elf, beautiful, female, elf. She had nice eyes, though. I wonder if those are contacts. Very nice eyes. <laughs> and, 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 and her name is Kristen Wilson. I don't yeah. know who that is, but she, I don't, I got the vibe that she just really didn't want to be there. Or maybe she agreed to it and then realized how horrible it was, but had no way out of it and so was just trying to get through it it's a job it's yeah a job. she's just there to do her job okay she definitely delivered her lines like when i'm at work i'm like i just gotta get through this just do the job Almost done. <laughs> yeah yeah but she's also there because the dm knows he's going to mortally injure one of the main pcs and has to have a way to heal him afterwards okay because after norda gets yeah. them she's convinced by ridley that they have to go after marina because marina has the map and oh 
Wouldn't you know it, you're after the wrong people. Profion's the real bad guy, and he's getting away with everything you're after. She still ties him up and takes him. You get the dwarves hate horses, didn't you know? Yeah, why don't you people <sighs> have the good sense to be scared of horses? In his oh. non- non-Scottish accent. Just keep throwing dwarf stereotypes out there, buddy. That's yep. <laughs> Go for dwarf stereotype. <laughs> I hate horses! <laughs> this is not a good way to do business. Wink. Yeah, I used. Honestly, I have seen equal characterization for dwarves in the Neverwinter games. So, I mean, even if it's being done by, you know, Dungeons and Dragons proper, that seems to be the extent of dwarf, really. Oh, uh, it's. You know? it's oof. So, we get into the kind of the slog of this movie, which is. Which is saying something, because this bit here between Marina getting captured and them getting the staff. Oh, surprise, they're going to get the staff. I will say, I did kind of like that bit with Damodar and Marina, where he's uh, torturing her to get the information. He starts off interrogating her, but he actually tries to play on her sympathies, saying, I don't want to do this because it's my choice. He's making me do it. He's clearly oh, lying. He's clearly lying. Because the moment she says no, he's like, ah, screw it. I'm going to put I my... I can take I'm, it out of your brain. I'm going to put these weird ear parasites out of my head, these tendrils yeah. that reach out and latch onto her ears. And he's literally sucking the information because you can see those bulges in the, the veiny, weird cartilaginous membranes going into his ear. And I was like, oh, that's gross. Which, okay, but... <laughs> it looked painful. That, that bothers me. This episode ran just a touch long, so I split it into two hour-long chunks. Join us for part two, also out today, and we'll pick up right where we left off. See you there.